Attention! Attention! This is not a test. Your radio station has been taken over by DJ JC of Super Cool Radio. Please remain calm and enjoy the show. It's time to rock your block off with DJ JC. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of The Brutal Block here on Super Cool Radio. I am your host, DJ JC, on the ones and twos. And today, we have an amazing interview for you guys to sit back and listen to. Their music's heavy, they're thrashy, they're young, and they're from L.A. I give you Dibology.
who are you and what do you do in the band? My name is Jesse Bergen. Uh, I sing and play guitar in the band. Awesome. So uh, speaking of guitar, I was looking at when I got the email from you guys originally, it said that you guys were a three-piece band, but it looks like I looked on your socials. You guys have recently added a fourth member. Is that correct? Uh, yes, very recently. That's probably why I think we sent the first email before he came in and he like, just joined. But yeah, uh, his name's Tommy Lovato. Uh, we found him uh, just online and he's an absolute shredder. We're uh, gearing up to play our first show with him. We're really excited to welcome him in. Awesome. And as far as the the other members, um, did you guys like meet in high school? Because you guys are relatively like a young band, right? So did you meet in high school or how did that come about? Uh, yeah, well, the... The band has had like various lineups. Um, I formed the band with a few of my friends from uh, the School of Rock, which is actually where I started off uh, when I was like seven years old. I started going to School of Rock and learning music there. Um, and I did that for like five, six years, something like that. And it got to the point where I felt like I was just kind of outgrowing the program and I was just ready to, you know, like move on, you know, start doing original music. So I formed this band with some uh, like metalhead friends from from the school. Uh, That's awesome. But yeah, no. Um, funny enough, the people who are in the band right now, the other two members, I met both of them at Diabology shows that we were playing with like older <laughs> lineups. That's awesome. See, and that's for other bands out there that are just getting started. That's why you always carry yourself um, like you're the man, but always be very. Uh, humble and friendly to people in the audience because you never know what could happen and, and who's going to circle back around. That's awesome, man. So fa basically fans that became uh, part of the band. That's an awesome story, man.
why the name biology the diabology sorry <laughs> yeah no um so the name actually came from my father uh because i was you know forming the band trying to think of a good name and whatever and he had just recently read a book that was all about just like satanism uh and he wrote down a bunch of like words and phrases just kind of randomly out of the book that he thought were cool and so when he you know knew that we were looking for a band name he gave me that list and was like you know hey look at this see if there's anything here that you know sticks out to you and so i looked through and diabology just i don't know it just seemed catchy you know it's pretty pretty easy to remember it's not like a whole prepositional phrase or anything <laughs> uh and i just thought it was a good you know it, it was representative of our music a lot of our lyrics uh deal with themes of um because diabology i should say the word means like the study of evil and demons and those are themes that we explore a lot in our lyrics so it just seemed really fitting and catchy How do you guys go about your writing process for Diabology? Is it one person, two people? Are y'all having jam sessions? What's the, the, the process behind all that? 
Yeah, so um, it is somewhat collaborative. Uh, I am, I guess, like the primary songwriter. Um, and I usually just start off by myself, just, you know, picking up my guitar and just fucking around until I, you know, come up with a couple of riffs I like. Um, but a lot of times I'll bring the song into the band and then someone else will be like, you know, oh, well, I had this one riff and I think that would actually make a really good bridge or like, you know, oh, I think that actually we should add an intro before all that that goes like this. Um, and there have also even been a couple of times where other members have brought in like their own like entire songs. So it is collaborative. Um, but yeah, I think I hold the lion's share. <laughs> in the early stages of your band, were y'all did y'all just come together and automatically start writing um, your own music? Or did y'all start off kind of doing covers to decide what kind of band you guys would ultimately become? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's always like a good idea with the first like, you know, jam session or two, first like rehearsal to come in with some covers, just kind of get used to playing with each other, get used to the style. So that's what we did. We had like maybe like three or four covers that we started off with. Um, but I mean, we never like, you know, intended to be a cover band. We never went out and played like cover sets, really. It was just kind of, you know, getting a feel, getting a vibe for each other. Uh, so we moved on to original music pretty quickly. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. You're listening to the smooth sounds of... Oh, 
I see here that you guys are working on y'all's second album, which is called Father of Serpents. Um, is this a second full length or is it an EP? And what can the uh, fans expect from this second album? Uh, yeah, so it is a full length. Um, we, with our first album, uh, Nobody Believes Me, uh, it was kind of our first like real, you know, like time in the studio, our first real experience. Uh, and <laughs> it, it, it was a learning experience to say the least. <laughs> uh, but coming at the second record with all the, you know, trial and error from the first one, we had a much better handle of, you know, like what we wanted to do and how to do it. Um, and so I think the result is just an all around like better record. It's a lot more dynamic, a lot more focused. Uh, and we had the incredible opportunity as well to work with uh, Dave Kaminsky, who is an excellent producer. Uh, he helped us to, you know, push ourselves further than we've ever gone. Not to <laughs> be cliche, but uh, yeah, no, it's um, I have never been more proud of anything I've ever done. So I'm very excited for people to hear it. Yeah, and that's it a sign of a good October seventh, by the way. October seventh. All right. Yeah, and that's that's the, uh, the 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 whole point of having a great producer in the studio is is to push you to that next level and and really pull the best out of you and and the best out of out of the tracks that you're you're creating. Um, I also see here that you guys had uh, Ryan Williams uh, mastering the album. Um, is is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, formerly of Black Dahlia Murder. Nice. Nice. And I also have here that you were, um, you guys are on dis. Is it Dissonant Hymns Records? Yes. Awesome. And how did that uh, work out for you guys? Uh, it's. Uh, I mean, the, this is our first release with them, and you know, it hasn't come out just yet. But uh, yeah, we're we're really excited to be partnering with them. Uh, I the we're their first artist. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, they they reached out. They. I, I, I can't say too much, but uh, we're, we're really excited to be partnering with them.
Don't go anywhere. There's more Brutal Block right after this. Do you enjoy being entertained? Are you always looking for that new thing to keep you intrigued? I'm Isaac Gammons, host of Let's Talk Entertainment, a show all about bringing different aspects of entertainment together in one place. New episodes are released every Saturday morning. We're available on all streaming platforms, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. I hope you'll join us this week on Let's Talk Entertainment, where entertainment comes together. You know, so where's the weirdest place that inspiration strikes you? And when that inspiration strikes you, how do you go about saving it? Um, yeah, so for, for the first part, um, I have definitely been inspired in some weird places. I mean, everyone, you know, always says like the bathroom and whatever, but um, well, a, a big part of the writing of this record came, of course, from being, you know, locked down in COVID and everything. And so, uh, every day during COVID, I would take just walks around my neighborhood and just listen to different music. And uh, I, you know, branched out a lot, as I'm sure a lot of people did, you know, being stuck in isolation, just trying to find new stuff to do. So I was listening to, you know, like tons of different music. And I would find inspiration from just like very unlikely artists. like. I, I was listening to like Billie Eilish at one point and there was like this like weird little like alien sounding synth line in one of her songs and I was just listening to that I was like that's so cool and then I was thinking about one of our songs that I've been working on I was like wait 
if I, I like that it, like exact synth sound playing like this melody that like that that would be perfect it would fit so well so yeah there are just a lot of like weird artists you wouldn't expect to inspire just like little little like things that we added into the <laughs> album That's um, awesome. but yeah as far as saving ideas um honestly I have a sort of like policy I guess uh, at, at least when it comes to writing the music where I don't record most of the stuff I write because I figure if it's good enough if it's a you know like catchy song that people are gonna like it'll stay in my head oh uh, wow and interesting I know there <laughs> I, I'm sure there have been times where like I pick my guitar back up and I'm not playing the riff the exact same way but then it kind of inspires me to be like well does this does it sound better this way or it, you know what was I doing before or should I do it like this instead you know um so it you know kind of just gives me more flexibility I feel like versus like you know getting an idea and immediately being like okay print it <laughs> Um, how have you guys capitalized on on that evolution, both with labels, working with labels, and also being kind of a DIY band itself with the way the internet works now? Yeah, well, I, I should probably preface it by saying, uh, again, our label is like just starting off. We're the first artist. We, we didn't like even sign a contract with them. You know, it's more of just a casual thing. They approached us, you know. Uh, so it's not like we're, you know, it's like signing big contracts mm -hmm. and you know, doing like this and that. Um, because like you said, I mean, it has evolved and it is like much easier, I think, to, you know, take a DIY approach. Um, 
I personally, I uh, try to take full advantage of the internet best I can. I mean, you know, I'm always looking for, you know, interviews like this. I mean, you know, we, I, I'm not sure exactly where you're located, but I, I know you said you're in a different time zone, right? I, I know oh, yeah, this. we're, we're, we're uh, located in Texas. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, th this interview, you know, couldn't be conducted without the internet, you know, unless mm -hmm. I drove all the way down there. But um, yeah, I mean, I just try to take best advantage of, you know, the tools I can, you know, I connect with people across the country, you know, try to find like playlists and stuff that, you know, I, I guess it's kind of the same as finding like compilations back in the day to, you know, get on. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, everyone's always saying, you know, oh, it's so much, you know, better now, it's so much worse, but I just think it's different. Hey, what's going on? This is Nolan of the Basic Ass Dudes Podcast and Haunting Abaddon. This is the only place I get my killer metal from with DJ JC on the Brutal Block. Brutal Block. 
COVID 2020 happened. We're now in 2022 and COVID has wreaked havoc for the past two years. And now we're facing the new demon of high gas prices. How are you and the band kind of dealing with not only COVID, but also gas prices? And knowing that you guys live in California, I know y'all's COVID restrictions were super, super crazy. Are you guys able to play shows now? And if so, how is it like touring with these uh, high gas prices? Yeah, no, I mean, COVID has not really been much of an issue as far as like being locked down and everything since like mid-2021, I think. Uh, I mean, I I shouldn't say it hasn't been an issue. Uh, The lockdown stopped, but there were, you know, so many like venues that just didn't make it through the pandemic, which, you know, is very sad. Um, But yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it sucks because we... You know, we always try to make things like as cheap as we can, you know, all our merch and CDs um, because, you know, we, we just want to get our music out there. You know, we, mm-hmm. we don't care, you know, that much about getting rich off of it. But yeah, with like uh, with the prices of everything going up, you know, production costs and the gas prices, like you mentioned, uh, we have had to you know raise some prices just to you know keep breaking even which sucks but i mean it's what you got to do and we still keep them as low as we possibly can so adapt and overcome (laughs) yeah exactly
so you could take a break from music. So you, you can kind of rest your brain and you're not always thinking music. What are some hobbies that you do outside of music? Um, I'm a pretty big gamer. Uh, I recently sank 300 hours and counting into Elden Ring. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I... I love, I, I like movies. I especially like watching bad movies. <laughs> uh, like, you know, so bad it's good stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> oh, I'm hi, a Mark. <laughs> Oh, yeah, in the room. Uh, <laughs> I, I quote that all the time. Like, I, I actually, I, I mentioned School of Rock earlier. I work at a School of Rock now. And I'll oh, just, nice. I'll, I'll quote it all the time, and people look at me like I'm so weird. <laughs> I did not hit her. <laughs> I'm fed up with this world. <laughs> this is the Wait, so you like concerts, podcasts, and music, and you don't listen to concerts that made us podcast? Oh man, you're missing out. You've got to head over there straight away. They have interviews with the best up and coming bands, as well as some famous ones thrown in the mix too. And don't even get me started on the concert stories. Oh man, are they wild. That's Concerts That Made Us Podcast. New episodes every Thursday on all podcast players. All right, man. So I want to thank you for coming on Brutal Block. This was an awesome interview. It was super fun. Um, I am rooting for you guys. You guys seem like a band that has their head on correctly. Um, And the way you guys run things, like I said, both behind the scenes and the way you guys hold yourselves in public is awesome. I really am excited for the metal scene to see guys like you coming up and uh carrying that torch it definitely helps me sleep at night knowing that metal music isn't dying um so i want to get that off my chest before we uh end the show today but before we go brutal block has always been known as a show that likes to promote bands bands that you may not have heard of um to add to your playlist so is there a band that you find that is underrated or a band that you think that just people should be checking out god there are so so many i could list um <laughs> do you mind if i list off a few <laughs> yeah you know what let's let's do let's go ahead and do your top five what are five bands that people definitely should check out okay um our homies in corrupt uh they play death thrash they uh, go hard as fuck <laughs> uh our friends in vbn they're straight up thrashers they're awesome um there's this local band, Lucifernus. They aren't really together anymore, but their album is still up. They did one album and it's still up on like Spotify and all that. And it is so fucking good. Maybe if enough people go buy it, they'll reform. <laughs> That'd be dope. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Vexum. Vexum are our homies. They're awesome. And, uh, not from our local scene, but just a band I think is really underrated is Baroness. I don't know. If- yeah, dude. I love yeah. Baroness. Yeah, no. I love Baroness so, so much. And they Their really new chick guitarist is, is, oh, she's so badass. Yeah, I, I saw him at the House of Blues and I was like right in front of her. She was like making faces at me. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I was a little bummed to see the other guitar player go because I used to always um, joke with my wife. We had a, a, a inside joke with to, to us. He looked like um, the Wish Corey Taylor, um, so we always had that 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 going on. And now he's not in the band anymore, no so it's like, oh, we can't make that joke anymore. But um, the, the the main guy looks like David Cross, so we still were like, look, there's David Cross on stage. <laughs> but when we saw that chick come in, man, we were like, yeah, dude, she fucking rips. Oh yeah, no, she does. <laughs> Awesome, man. So before I give you the torch and let you uh, promote the band and and where everybody can find you guys, here at Brutal Block, we like to play a game that is very similar to Fuck, Mary Kill, but we call it Collab, Tour, and Replace. So how this game is going to work is I'm going to give you three bands, and out of those three bands, you're going to pick a band that you would love to collab with, whether it be a member from that band on y'all's album or you on their album, um, a band that you would like to tour with, and a band that you would like to replace. Now, I've never said this on the show before, but I want to make it very clear when I say replace, we're not killing the band. Uh, We are going to 
go ahead and take all their accolades. So we're going to act like that band never existed and Dibology took over all of that and everything that that band achieved, Dibology is now the new owners of. Um, and the bands that I'm going to mention also, because this is fantasy, we're not going to uh, think about if a band member is dead or if the band's no longer around. These are the bands when they were in their prime. So, you ready to play the game Collab, Tour, or Replace? Yeah. All right. So, the three bands that I'm going to give you today is Iron Maiden, Death, and Slayer. Ooh, okay. Um, hmm. Uh, okay. I mean, collabing with uh, Chuck from death that would be so fucking cool if he came and like did a solo on a diabology album or something that's why i picked death because i figured like based on your guitar playing i was like i gotta throw death in there because chuck i think chuck would be somebody he'd want to collab with yes definitely um the i'm sorry is iron maiden and who else uh slayer slayer right um i think that I would tour with Iron Maiden and replace Slayer. Uh, just because, I know, I somehow imagine, I, I, I feel like Iron Maiden is a little bit closer to, like, our audience, I guess. Like, I feel like we would have the most overlap. I feel like it would be the best tour for us. Uh, and of course, I mean, Slayer, you know, had such a awesome career you know that that would be awesome to take over so yeah final answer (laughs) to mention while on tour you could probably take some flying lessons from bruce dickinson and learn how to fly yourself (laughs) yeah exactly save some money on and the the reason why i also picked slayer was because um i had a a question for you based off of slayer alone back in my day when i used to play shows all the time and I'm, I'm curious if it still happens to you guys, especially being in California. But every time we played a show, there was always at least one drunk person in the back of the venue that would yell, play some Slayer, you pussies. So I don't know if you guys get that, but every show we played, there was always one guy yelling, play some Slayer. <laughs> uh, I think we've had that at least a couple of times. More often, we get jackasses being like, play Freebird. But... <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's the new one. That it's evolved over over time. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, I want to thank you for coming on Brutal Block. It was awesome. You always have a home here. Whenever you guys want to do another interview, don't be shy. Hit me up, and we will get you guys back on here. And if you want to bring the band next time, I'd love to meet the other guys. Um, but before we go, I want to let you, you know, let the minions know where can they find Diabology. Are you guys on tour right now? What's your socials and what's new? for Dibology and not only end of 2022, but going into 2023. Yeah, first of all, thank you so, so much for having me on. Um, So like I mentioned before, our new album, Father of Serpents, drops on October 7th. Uh, The first two singles uh, are both up on all streaming platforms, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, all that. Um, We are trying to get out of state a little bit more to promote the album. So we don't have like a huge tour going on, but like this September we're heading up to Oregon. We were talking to some friends about maybe making it over to Texas. Uh, So no solid plans, but we are branching out. And of course we always are playing around our home base in SoCal. Um, So yeah, you can find us on all social medias pretty much as Diabology Band. Uh, so just follow us there for updates. You know, we're always, always up to some diabolical shit. <laughs> <laughs> and if the be- if the guys wanted to, uh, I know we have fans that are fans of um, physical media. Is Diabology's second album going to be have a physical release, or is it only going to be on streaming platforms? Yes, you can pre-order the CD right now on DissonantHymnsRecords.com. Uh, we. If enough people, you know, if we make enough money, we would love to do like vinyl or something too. But right now, it's a little bit out of our price range. Uh, so for now, the only physical release is CD. Awesome. Well, I definitely am in love with you guys. Uh, you guys have a new fan here at Brutal Block and Minions. If you are a huge fan of these guys and you like what they're doing, please hit up the website. 
buy a physical copy, show these guys what us old folks were about, and get a physical copy so you can jam it in your truck, in your car, and at the beach, wherever you are. Um, Again, thank you for coming on. Uh, We have new shows here at the Brutal Block every Tuesday at noon. A huge thank you to Matthew Thomas and Super Cool Radio for allowing us to be the shitheads that we are to continue playing great metal music for all of you out there. Have a great week, and until next time. Schedule programming.